0: Welcome to InsideCatholicPhilly.com, where we explore the Catholic faith as it's experienced in church and in everyday life. I'm your host, Gina Christian, here with our editor, Matt Gambino, and along with our guests, we discuss the Catholic take on everything from sacraments and Sunday Mass to social media and sports, based on CatholicPhilly.com's award-winning news and commentary. Thanks so much for spending a few moments with us here at CatholicPhilly.com. I'm your host, Gina Christian, here with our editor, Matt Gambino. Matt, great to have you here. Hi there, Gina. And it's also great to welcome back our veteran sports writer, John Nevels. John has been bringing the best in Philadelphia Catholic League sports to area readers for 37 years. He's also an adjunct professor of English and religion at several Catholic colleges, including St. Joseph's University, Gwynedd Mercy University, Newman University, University and Cabrini University. John, we're so glad to have you back in the studio. It's great to be here. Thank you. So, John, last time you gave us an overview of where we're at in the Catholic League football standings for this season so far. But let's back it up a bit and take a look at some of the bigger issues in high school sports. And we had talked about or started to talk about last time the notion of Catholic sportsmanship. What is it and do we have it? Does it exist?
1: I think it gets into the expectations. And Being educated at St. Ambrose Graysville and Cardinal Dockery High School, RIP, but being educated there, there's an expectation, I think, that there are certain ways that communities should react to certain things at sporting events. I'm a big believer, for instance, that you represent your Catholic faith, so you represent your school. I think we've lost that. I mean, I've been covering this since 1982, and the things that I hear are unpleasant at best, taunting we're not talking like fun little things like, you know, there's some fun things maybe that the team's being announced. And they pretend they're reading a newspaper. Okay, whatever. We're talking taunting words being used that I wouldn't say on a podcast. Things said as a person shooting a free throw, where if you're the parent listening to that, you might want to do something to protect the feelings of your child. Is it parents or kids or both? That's crowd. I think it's, it's mostly students. I don't know what our listeners have experienced. I remember distinctly, I would go to all the events at Doherty and I remember the, there used to be one or two or three teachers in the crowd and they would look around and you'd be really reticent about saying something off key. I don't think they have that now. I would never mention a specific school. That would not be fair because I think a lot of the schools do a good job. For instance, before Catholic League Playoffs and Catholic League championships, there's a prayer. They usually, you know, thank the intercession of whatever school is represented, whether it be like a Christian brother school or whatever, and, and they get into that. And you feel like, wow, like, you know, if the sportsmanship and then the game happens. And to be brutally honest, it's not any better than any other school or league. And I just wonder if there's an expectation that should be there. And I've even said to some people, it's interesting their response. I've said, you know what, I if I'm king of the world, I think in Catholic sports if they mentioned like refs bleep bleep i think there should be a technical foul i think there should be a technical foul given to this school that is doing that now how how do you enforce that i don't know but it would it would reinforce the notion that we're better than this and maybe we've gotten to a point where people don't want to think that we're better than this but i think what's the whole point of, of a catholic identity if you can't be christian
2: because we're all coming from the same culture and kids are coming from a culture of high expectations high pressure to perform and even as a fan what do they see they see fans taunting opposing players. They see coaches breaking or bending rules to gain an advantage. And they're coming from that culture. They're going to bring that into the gym or the field where they're watching other fellow teenagers play. So yeah, their Catholic faith calls them to a kind of a a higher standard there. And the things you're talking about would help to hold them to that standard besides the culture.
1: I can't tell you how many times a CYO director has had issues with parents. We're talking fourth Mm. grade, you know, parents being told they can't watch their kids' games. And you know, screaming, and umpire. I've I've been an umpire myself, and the, the abuse that I've taken not in the Catholic I'll just to be clear that's been more public, but not in the Catholic way. But the abuse that I've taken from parents and kids, it's like, really, is this happening? I don't know what the answer is. Right. Well, you really do you don't. think
0: that part of the problem it's not just that people get too caught up in the moment and that sense of win or lose, but that there's a lot of money riding on sports for a lot of people, and I'm thinking of one family I know who has spent years on the road with their kids sure, the for soccer teams. games. Every weekend, their family living room has become the minivan because they're banking everything on the kid getting a scholarship, a college scholarship. So, do you think that's really what's at play here? Is that parents are getting their kids into these sports at young ages and driving them through it because they're looking for a way to get their education paid?
1: Absolutely, I think that's a big part of it. But Matt had said about the objective: what's the point of this? So. If you're sending your son or daughter to a Catholic school, for instance, I'm sure some do it just because it would be a better opportunity for them to do well athletically. But the mission statement of the school clearly indicates that this is different. So that's an understandable thing. You want your kid to get a scholarship for a variety of reasons. You want your child to succeed. We all get it. There's no harm, no foul to be upset about something that's happening. It's the reaction that's so over the top. And here we are telling people, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years old, a way to react. But 35, 40, 45 year olds are reacting even more poorly. So I think it's a matter of integrity, regardless of the reason. But in my professional opinion, it's very lacking. And I I don't know what the answer is. I don't pretend to know. But I think we have people in place that perhaps could look into this and be a little more objective and say, you know what, we need to step up. We need to really have a Catholic identity when it comes to sportsmanship.
0: Well, that ties in with something that the Vatican's done in recent years, which is to look at sports as a way of bringing out the best in people. And across denominations and faith traditions, there is a sense that sports does have a place in the faith and that there is a way to play sports that can be a witness to your face.
1: Absolutely. And the w- interesting thing is I see the sportsmanship on the
0: field. What are some examples? Because we've talked a lot about the negative, and I think we all get the negative examples. Where is it shining through? The Where it
1: shines through is the handshake at the end. There was a great moment one time. LaSalle and the prep were always really strong. And I forget which team did what, but whatever. The, the team that lost, and they are competitors with each other. The team that lost said to the winner, now go out and get us a state championship. I mean, I heard that. The embraces, the hug. And the pride, I, in, the the pride in the Catholic League. pride in the Catholic League. I've always said, you know, I've always thought to myself, look, if you have two schools that quote-unquote can't stand each other, I get it, you're, you're rivals. I've always said, however, if you pretend there's a situation where one team is walking down the street and the other team is walking down the street, and they might look at each other or say something, but if someone goes to attack that team, that other team's going to come to their defense. There's something about being a part of that Catholic League that still is there, whether it be from a team that's 0-10, or a team, it's ten and zero. That identity is there, and I think the kids show it on the field, helping each other up, saying "good game." I can't remember ever, ever a brawl at the end of a game. You might think, well, that's obvious. No, it's not obvious. There are no brawls at the end of games. And so there's something very positive. I think the kids do a better job than some of the adults. John, that gets the thoughts about
2: character. The kind of character is being molded in young men and women. I think about the schools that, boy, I really admire them when they consistently don't do well on the standings mm-hmm. every year. I am not to mention a school's name, but they get really used to being at the bottom of the division standings every year in almost every sport and, yet, the kids keep coming out for their sport in the offseason. They keep practicing, playing hard through every game. And even though they don't see good results, what would be deemed good, they still keep coming back for the love of the game, the love of their teammates, and to keep giving a really hard effort. I'm sure you've seen that over the years.
1: I have, and it does my heart good when I see a, a school that has people come to their games with their school shirts on. You got like a Bishop McDevitt comes to mind. Bishop McDevitt is a school that you always see that McDevitt thing. You see Roman Catholic, Little Flower... And there's other schools that they are constantly wearing their uniform. Well, not so much uniform, but like a sweatshirt or a t shirt or a hat or something. So that identity is really there. But the character, I do think that by and large, that the students who see someone struggling with character, I think that does bother them. I don't think they want to see that. And I think the fans that come to these games, by and large, they want a positive experience, regardless of whether they win or lose.
0: There is an expectation there. So you see a lot of hope for the ideal of Catholic sportsmanship? I see a lot of hope, but I'm
1: concerned if we just push it aside as being, well, kids will be kids or people will be people. Again, what's the mission of the school? You know, what is the mission of the Catholic identity? And, and I, I just would hope that there would be at least maybe they could listen to this and then think, okay, well, we just have to step it up. Do they talk to their communities before a game? Do they talk afterward? Hey, listen, on the PA system, we didn't like what we saw. And in the future, it better not happen again because we are who we are and we're not that. I get the impression that it's kind of ignored just by talking to people. I would hope that I'm wrong. But I think it's something that needs to be addressed.
0: So it's a bit of a wake-up call and a recognition that our sports are an opportunity for witness. They are. And there's so many great people in these sports.
1: I mean, adults who give their lives to these things. And, hey, we always say to the players, right, you can be better. Let's be better. Not bad person, but we can be better. We just can be better, I think.
0: Keep on striving. All right. With God's grace, we will. John Neville, thank you so much. I hope you'll come back and keep us posted on Catholic League Sports throughout the coming season. It would be my pleasure. All right. God bless. So you've heard our thoughts. What about yours? Reach out to us and let us know. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Catholic Philly or visit us online at catholicphilly.com. Thanks so much to Matt Gambino, the editor of catholicphilly.com. I'm your host, Gina Christian. And until next time, may God bless and keep you
2: transforming lives. That's what the Society of St. Vincent de Paul of Philadelphia is all about. Called to service by our Catholic values, we work directly with our neighbors in need to help with the most basic necessities. Our lives are transformed, as are hopefully those we serve. Visit svdp-phila.info to see how you can join with us to help. That's svdp-phila.info
0: this podcast has been a production of CatholicPhilly.com, music by Dustin Taylor Phillips. For more information, visit us online at CatholicPhilly.com.